uh, I appreciate those kind words, Brother Frank, and I, I'm thankful for the message that brought before us. Uh, the, uh, the thoughts that uh, I have on my mind this morning, you know, there is a, uh, and we talked about family, you know, there is a difference in, uh, in kinship and, uh, and friendship. Uh, there is a there there is a there's a big difference there, you know. Uh, there's some people I might be kin with that I don't call myself friends with, um, and uh, that is the the thought that I have on mind this morning is a uh, is friendship and what it means to uh, to be a friend and act and a and a friend to God. Uh, so I got to you know thinking about you know what does it actually mean to to be a friend? What is it? What is a friend? And uh, I just, I, I went where, you know, if, if I don't know the meaning of a word, I, where I normally go, I go, I went to the dictionary. I looked up, and I looked up what is the, uh, you know, definition of a friend. And uh, it says, one who is attached to another by affection, one who entertains for another uh, sentiments of esteem, respect, and affection, which lead him to desire his company and to seek to promote his happiness and prosperity, opposed to foe or enemy. I think friendship is a, is a is a is a great thing. It's a great thing that we have in this life, and I think a, a godly friendship is a blessing uh, in this life. It, it, um, and if you've been blessed to have one, that is a it is a wonderful thing to have. In the twenty seventh chapter of Proverbs, in the ninth verse, he says, "Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart; so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not." Neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity. For better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. In the 17th verse, he says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. I take those passages to, to mean that uh, friendship is a, is a blessing. That, that, uh, to have, a, to have a, a, a friend and a, and a godly friend at that is a, uh, is a wonderful thing to have. Uh, it, truly, if we... Uh, if we experience that, I think it's uh, very important. Uh, Brother Ronald Lawrence uh, yesterday uh, spoke a lot about uh, Peter and John, about how you know I think that they were a great example of, of friends and friendship. They were two men that uh, they went through uh, many trials and uh, things together, and they strengthened each other in those moments. Amen. Uh, there's uh, there, throughout the Bible you will find examples of uh, of, of, of friendship. And of friends who are uh, building each other up and are striving to to help one another. Um, in the 18th chapter of Acts, uh, Aquila and Priscilla, who took a, took Apollos to the side and uh, and ministered unto him uh, together, you know, as a friend, as friends. Uh, uh, Paul and Barnabas, uh, two examples throughout Acts, who um, who traveled uh, together. Uh, Barnabas even uh, stood up for Paul when people questioned uh, his authority. Um, all just a noble characteristics of a friend. And uh, Jesus Christ himself uh, told his disciples that he was their friend and that, and that he called them his friends. Uh, I think friendship is a, is a wonderful thing. Uh, now we do have to be, I believe we have to be sometimes careful about who we are friends with. In the 22nd uh, chapter of Proverbs, uh, Solomon says in the 24th verse to make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man thou shalt not go lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. Right. There is such a thing as a, as a bad friend, yeah. you know, as, a, as not a good friend. I think, you know, <laughs> there are friends who um, may, be your friend, may be your friends for a moment but um, are uh, quick to leave you when something happens. You know, I often yeah. think of uh, 
the case of Job with a, you know, his, his friends who, towards who in several places showed that they were not very friendly <laughs> towards Job, and, and he called a uh, a miserable friend. Yeah. You know, we there, we have to be careful sometimes on who we are friends with, um, and it's, and I think sometimes we have to ask ourselves if we're a bad friend. Right. Sometimes we have to, you know, look at ourselves. And am I, uh, am I, am I uh, these? Uh, what Solomon writes about it? Am I an angry man? Am I someone who, and uh, bringing about snares uh, to other people? Right. And I will tell you, there have been times in my life where I was, where I was that friend, and times where I've uh, had friends like that. Um, I, I think we, that's all something that uh, we could relate to. But I think, uh, I think through this that. As I said, I think Jesus Christ is the ultimate example of a friend, of a true friend. In the I'm in Proverbs a lot just because Proverbs is a very a book that talks a lot about friendship and and, uh, and how to how to be a, a noble friend and a true friend. In the 17th chapter of Proverbs, in the 17th verse, um, Solomon gives us a very good example of a I think of a of a true friend. And of a friend that I think Jesus Christ fulfilled in himself. In the 17th verse, he says, A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. He didn't say a friend loveth sometimes. He didn't say a friend loveth you when you're on top. He says a friend loveth at all times. Those are very, uh, those can be kind of tough to find, you know, a lot of times. It's tough to find uh, people who are who will love you even at your highest moments, down to your lowest. Amen. That can be very difficult um, um, to find. Uh, to, to have a friend that, um, <clears throat> that loves you, that loves you no matter what. I'm going to tell you that we have a, we have a friend like that. Yeah. That, uh, you know, if you say, well, I don't know of a friend on this earth that I have that I think uh, fulfills that, and I'm going to tell you that you do. It, we, we all have a we have a friend. You know, we sing a song with a friend we have in Jesus. Um, we have that friend yeah. who loves us even at our lowest moments. He may not be happy with us, right. Right. but he uh, but he was but he still loves us. He still seeks um, to promote our happiness and our prosperity. Now, that's not to say you know uh, <laughs> that's not to say you know I think that word that's kind of been hijacked with the you know the prosperity gospels right. to mean that. Um, that Jesus is your friend. He just wants you to be happy and just to have whatever you want. Now he does want he does want us to be happy, I believe. Um, but there is also a, there's also a verse in Proverbs about a friend. Um, um, I'm, I'm forgetting exactly what passage it is. There's a passage about a there's a passage in Proverbs about a, about the wounds of a friend are uh, about the wounds of a friend. Faithful, thank you. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. It also talks about, but the kisses of the of the of evil are uh, deceitful. Um, you know, sometimes uh, I think it's it's very common nowadays to think that to be a true friend to somebody, you've got to constantly just build them up and tell them uh, what they want to hear. Uh, and and um, if they don't, I think we just like to cut those people out of our lives. Sometimes, sadly, you know, we don't as in our human nature, our flesh. We don't like to be told things that you know we shouldn't be doing, um, but it, but it says faithful are the wounds of a friend. I think a true friend is someone who, through caring about you, he tells you uh, the truth that you need to hear because he loves you.
And that is, a, that is something that Christ will continue to do throughout, throughout Scripture. I'm, uh, I'm going on here. I want, I, want to go to a, I want to go to some examples, I think, of, uh, of, some, of some godly friends throughout the, uh, in the Bible. And one of, my, uh, one of my favorite examples of this is uh, Jonathan and David. Oh, yeah. that I think are uh, the ultimate just example yeah. of, of true godly friendship. Uh, these were two men who I think uh, greatly fit that, def- that our definition. These were two men who, um, as soon as they met each other, they had an affection towards one another. They had they had a they had um, they 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 vied to uh, to be with one another, to please one another, and to to help one another. E- even with fear of death, there are several times these two men could have been killed um, for their friendship. <laughs> In the 18th chapter. This is after David had uh, had slain Goliath, and he was and he was brought and he was brought before Saul, and it says it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. These were <laughs> Jonathan loved him as much he was willing. You know, our our famous saying we say I'll take a bullet for that for that guy. That's, right. That's what exactly what uh, what these two men were willing to do for one another. They had they as soon as um, as soon as they met one another, it says they're, they're, he, Jonathan was knit with the with the soul of David. They had a they had a kinship and a friendship just a, immediately. It says, and Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. They made a they made a covenant. They made a promise uh, with one another. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. I think in the sense of, of friendship, I think Jonathan served as a great Christ-like example of, of, a, of a friend and what Christ does and what Christ does for us in friendship. Because notice what Jonathan did for David. It says he stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. He gave David exactly what he needed. He was a strong, he was a friend to David and that he would, uh, he saw that David was, uh, was lacking in some things and he gave it to him. He gave it to him freely. He, 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 gave, he put it upon David as his friend. Well, good for him. In the ninth, and then uh, if you continue to read, in the 19th chapter is when... Um, Saul is seeking after this uh, to kill David. He has seen that people greatly um, had a love and affection for David. Not just Jonathan, but other people had a great affection for David. And uh, Saul became incredibly jealous. Um, especially since God had told him before that the kingdom was going to be taken from him. And, he, and uh, that it was going to be taken from him. And Saul thought that he could prevent that with force. That he could, that if he slayed David, that he could not take it from him. Uh-huh. And uh, in the 19th chapter, uh, in the first few verses, you'll see where Jonathan, um, you know, he he remembered that covenant with David, and he acted almost as a as a spy uh, for David. He would listen in on Saul. He would uh, any time uh, Saul into in Saul's planning, and he would let David know. He was uh, he was adamant about protecting his friend, even over his own father. That's how that's how much David meant to John. David meant to Jonathan. These were uh, brothers born for adversity. 
these were brothers who were uh, who were willing uh, to die together. You know, I think I oftentimes think about you know like uh, in the military. I think a lot of times that's why there's so much um, kinship and camaraderie in the military and in the police force. Even right. is that uh, you know you you're relying on one another. Right. You're in the uh, the trenches together, uh, taking grenades. Even <laughs> I mean like there, you know there is a and that produces a bond. And um, <clears throat> and we may not and you know one of the definite one of the things that you know Paul often refers to us as is is soldiers. As a as as a children of God and as disciples of Christ, we are greatly uh, soldiers, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, and I think that's part of the. I think that's part of the reason you see so much, uh, you know, kinship within our churches. Mm-hmm. You see so much uh, camaraderie between preachers. Uh, you, it's uh, these are just like it, you know, may not be in the in a, in in physical war. But we are in a war spiritually out in the world, and uh, and it greatly um, and we need to be uh, knit together. You know, I think uh, I think I think by doing that, it uh, it helps it helps to uh, to strengthen us, to build us stronger. Another uh, in in Proverbs eighteen. In Proverbs 18, 24, it says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Right. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. <clears throat> you, know, you know, one of the things we, we call each other here are brothers and sisters. And we, and as I said, that <clears throat> I think that's not just because of our, our kinship, but of our, of our closeness and our need that's of right. one another. That's right. And just like uh, Jonathan and David, that we uh, we need each other out there in the world sometimes. You know, if we uh, experience things out there, just like Jonathan, we need to communicate those maybe to our brothers and sisters right. out there right. uh, to help them and to be with them. <clears throat> in the twentieth chapter of First Samuel, <clears throat> it says in the eleventh verse, and Jonathan said unto David, Come and let us go out into the field. And they went out both of them into the field. Remember, David is still hiding. He is still uh, he's still in hiding from Saul. He's not really it's not good for him to be seen uh, among the people. And Jonathan said unto David, O Lord God of Israel, when I have sounded my father about tomorrow any time, or the third day, and behold, if there be good toward David, and I then send not unto thee and showeth thee, the Lord do so much and much more to Jonathan. But if it please my father to do thee evil, then I will show it thee and send thee away, that thou mayest go in peace, and the Lord be with thee as he hath been with my father. And thou shalt not only, while yet I live, show me the kindness of the Lord, that I die not, but also thou shalt not cut off thy kindness from my house forever. Know not that when the Lord hath cut off the enemies of David, every one from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Let the Lord even require it at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan caused David to swear again, because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. These two men made a, another a covenant with each other, not just for themselves, but for their families. And David, um, if you continue to read on, it, uh, David remembered that covenant. And David uh, <laughs> brought in, and David brought in a, a kinsman of uh, <laughs> brought in a kinsman of Jonathan, and had him sit at his table. And you know, covenants are important, right. and promises are important. And David. As a true friend, he he kept his he kept that covenant, he kept that promise. <clears throat> in the <clears throat> and in the at the end of the chapter, 
It says in the 41, 41st verse, And as soon as the lad was gone, David arose out of the place toward the south and fell on his face to the ground and bowed himself three times. And they kissed one another and wept one with another until David exceeded. And Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for as much as we have sworn both of us in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord be between me and thee, and between my seed and thy seed forever. And he arose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. I just think that is a, a beautiful scene to think about. These two brothers who uh, departed, not knowing whether or not they'd ever see each other again. And uh, as I said, that is, a, I think, a beautiful picture of friendship. <clears throat> I, uh, I said earlier, I think, you know, not just in the sense of, of Jonathan, but there's also times when we need friends to kind of kind of tell us things that we need to hear when we've, when we've done wrong. And uh, as much as it may hurt us, <clears throat> in the, <clears throat> I, I finally found that verse I was looking for. In the 27th chapter of Proverbs, says, as I said earlier, the faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. You know, it's important. It, it's important to the, when a friend tells you something that uh, you might not want to hear. That uh, if they're doing it out of the right mind and spirit, it's only because they truly care about That's you, right. because they That's love right. you. In the fifth chapter of James, uh, James, you know, he's talking about James. Uh, uh, when he speaks, he makes, a, he makes a lot of noise. And in the fifth chapter, in the 19th verse, it says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his ways shall save a soul from death, and shall hide a multitude of sins. That's a good friend. That's a, that's a, true, that's a good friend. A friend who uh, <laughs> is willing to... To come to to come to us uh, whenever we, whenever we've done wrong, and we may not want to hear it, <laughs> but whenever it's done with a loving heart, I think it's a it means a whole lot more. And in, in Psalm 141, David writes, in the fifth verse, "Let the righteous smite me; it shall be a kindness, and let him reprove me; it shall be an excellent oil which shall not break my head. For yet my prayer also shall be in their calamities." David was. David seemed to you know. I think, I, I think he he remembered you know. He knows friendship clearly. He uh, he knows what it means to be a friend. And he says, "Let the righteous smite me, and it shall be a kindness to me." That's right. And I pray that I know. I hope that this morning, you know, if if ever you know, if if ever I am known to, to do any wrong, I would hope that. Um, that, a, that just like as David said, that a righteous might smite me, and might, uh, and it shall be a kindness to me, and uh, to let him reprove me. <clears throat> you know, I th- that, you know, whenever whenever we do wrong, we should be open and welcoming to to our brothers and sisters coming to us, right. and that shows a a friendship yeah, right. that, that is beyond a, that is beyond a kinship as a friendship. Another great example, I think, that of a. <clears throat> Of a friend is a uh, is that in uh, in Abraham, Abraham Abraham in uh, in James two says in the twenty third verse, and the scripture was fulfilled which said Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You know Abraham <laughs> Abraham. Uh, through obeying God and through uh, through trusting in Him, <clears throat> I think He also fulfilled the definition that we have of friend. 
uh, not to a maybe not to a to somebody physically present here, but to someone who's always present here to God. Right. Uh, he showed he showed uh, through his actions and through his belief mm-hmm. that uh, he was attached to God by affection. Right. That he was uh, that that he respected and had affection uh, towards God and wanted to wanted to please Him <laughs> and to promote God's happiness. God, I, I think God is happy whenever <laughs> whenever we do good, whenever we follow Him. Uh, that is how uh, that is how Abraham showed that he was a friend of God. He didn't show. He didn't. He, uh, <laughs> it was. It was about you know God had shown affection towards Abraham, and Abraham reciprocated it right back. You know there are times I've had a. Uh, you, know, you might have friends in your life that maybe the friendship didn't always feel reciprocated, right? And that's not a good feeling. That's not a good feeling to have. You know whenever you have someone that you have a uh, affection towards that may not reciprocate it back to you. That's a. Uh, that's not a good feeling to have. And I think there are times that God. Is greatly shows us affection, and we just don't show it back. That we are uh, that we uh, are unwilling to show it back to him, yeah, which is very sad. Um, <clears throat> but I think I it, in uh, in John the fifteenth chapter. <clears throat> this is the passage where uh, Christ calls himself calls his disciple his friends. <clears throat> Says, I'm going to start in the 8th verse. He says, Herein, herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. But he takes it one step further than being a disciple. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And Jesus gives his own definition of a of a of a friend, of a true of a of a true friend that that uh, that showed that Christ was the ultimate as far as as far as example of a friend. He says, "Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends." But notice what he says in the 14th verse. Ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. He took it one step further from that. Notice he didn't say, I am your friend. But he said, ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. (laughs) The the, the friendship um, needed to be reciprocated. For, uh, for uh, For us to consider ourselves just as Abraham, a friend of God... Christ put a Christ put a commandment on that. Yeah. Christ put a you know <laughs> we can we can stand up here and say that uh, we're a child of God, but are we a friend of God? Right. Can we yeah. can we can we declare that we're a friend of God? And Christ gives us the definition of what gives you the the cause to yeah, say that. Right. What gives you the cause? I know there have been because uh, there have been you know there there, might, there have been times in my life where I was a child of God, but. I was far from a friend of God. There, uh, and uh, I believe that would be the case for all of us, especially prior to a, you know to regeneration. Uh, we're you know we're considered enemies of God. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. He says in the fifteenth verse, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. 
For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. <clears throat> well, that promise still holds true today. Christ, uh, in His Word, has has made known un, has made known unto us the things of His Father. <clears throat> and that that is uh, another example of of Him, you know, being our friend. He, uh, in in that uh, he made all that he made all of these things known unto us, <clears throat> and I think it's important that that we ask our, that we ask ourselves that question uh, consistently: Am I a friend of God? Am I uh, am I am I am I fulfilling uh, that definition we read of a friend? Am I am I uh, am I doing things out of an uh, out of an affection towards Christ? Am I doing things out of a uh, out of a love and to desire to be in His company, you know, am I uh, am I am I reading and studying for the right reasons because I want to uh, <laughs> because I want to you know d- desire His company? Yeah. Am I here today because uh, I, I because I desire His company yeah. and out of affection to Him? Mm. And I think if we uh, <laughs> if you can answer yes to those things, then uh, you can just as Abraham was declared, you can call yourself a friend of God. <clears throat> and I pray that this morning that. And I pray this morning that um, that we that we will ask ourselves that question. And uh, if you don't consider yourself a friend of God, then uh, do just as Christ said, in in, follow, in following His commandments, in uh, in showing affection towards Him. That is how we show uh, that we are a friend of God. And if you say that I don't, you know, have any friends here that you, that uh, that you feel that kinship with, that uh, you can feel it greatly with these people here. That uh, you that you have uh, just as Brother Frank said a home here, Amen. you have a lot of friends here, right. and uh, we should always uh, strive to be a, a friendly towards one towards uh, one another. Amen.